What's up, guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of Second Stringer Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Griffin Morrill, and here are my guys, Joe and Najee. What's good, guys? What's up? Now, I have so much to say in terms of the NBA right now, but honestly, we're just going to try and focus in as much as we can as the trade deadline approaches. A lot of big things happened yesterday and in the last couple of hours, so we're just going to get started right into it. I'm going big. I'm going with the Kings. That's our first big trade. Kings and Pacers seeing Sabonis as the key piece of that, leaving the Pacers and in return for Halliburton. How do we feel about that, guys? You know, uh, first of all, I don't understand why two completely rebuilding teams are just throwing players around for no reason whatsoever, it seems like. Uh... Not a fan of uh, Sacramento giving up Halliburton. I feel like he could have been a part of their future. Um, so in that respect, I don't feel like the Kings really won that trade, even though they did get the best player in it. Um, and I mean, yeah. So just two garbage teams throwing players around. <laughs> do, for... you, do you think it was like, okay, we're setting up for the future? Or... I mean, okay, for the Kings, it obviously is. Where where are the Pacers at? Are the Pacers? Any? They are almost have the an identical record. The Pacers are. But nine, I know, they're actually worse than the Kings. They're nineteen and thirty seven. The Kings are twenty and thirty six. That's true. But I know that the the East is a little bit easier. Where are they seated in the East? Thirteenth, and Kings are also thirteenth. Okay, interesting. I feel like it's you're too far for the Kings to make a lot. Like this is a future setup, I think. Because if you look at the Kings' depth chart, they have just got day-to-day injuries. They got a lot of outs. I mean, this is definitely, to me, a sort of future setup when you got De'Aaron Fox and Davian Mitchell in the backcourt. That's a scary duo right there of speed, defense, some scoring. You got Harrison Barnes, a season vet who's won a championship. Bring in uh, Rashawn Holmes, getting some more years under him. Solid uh, young player over his career, and then you uh, you bring in, what is it you call him, uh, Sabonis? Oh, top five white boy. Top five white boy in the league. That, I mean, and then you got you got Harkless, you got Bagley, you got Justin Holiday, you got Lamb, you got solid role players on the bench to, like, add to that lineup. I think they made out better than the, uh, the Indiana Pacers because the Indiana Pacers just added more guards. Yes, don't get me wrong, Halliburton, solid. Buddy Heald? Mm-hmm. Could be wrong, wrong team, wrong fit, whatever it may be. Not liking the role, need need a change of scenery. We've all seen it. However, I uh, I don't know how hopeful I am right now with him trying to compete again for a spot with Malcolm Brogdon and Tyrese Halliburton. And is was Rubio on that list? Yeah, they got Rubio for for Levert for Levert, which mm. I think that that's even the bigger loss. Um, that I'm is a huge Karis Levert fan. Um, That's a bad trade. And, I mean, you just got him not too long ago. Obviously, he had his little health issue that was taken care of. Um, I thought he could have been one of the pieces that they could have built it around as he progresses uh, in his career. Um, That one made absolutely no sense to me. Even the Sabonis um, deal didn't make a whole lot of sense to me as well. Um, But... That Karis Levert uh, trade made no sense. 
Now, to kind of hop on that, I feel like it was kind of out of pocket, too. I get, like, okay, you have some injuries in Cleveland that you need to fill guard, but I think, like, long-term, like, Ricky Rubio was playing solid enough to continue in the stretch. I mean, you're second in the East right now. Mm -hmm. No one predicted that. You've had a solid rookie really come into his own in Evan Mobley. You've had, you know, Darius Garland, who's injured right now. Jared Allen played really well. Obviously, they have Colin Sexton there as well. I think I'm just kind of thinking about him like, where is Karis LeVert fitting into this? Like, yeah, right now he's solving that missing piece. However, future down the line, what are we doing with three guards that are all pretty similar levels, similar skills, similar sort of styles? I mean, obviously, Colin Sexton with a more defensive approach. Yeah, I think definitely I think the Cavs won that trade. Um, oh, 100%. No, no question about it. Obviously, Rubio, you know, he's a seasoned vet, been, you know, very respectable his whole career. Um, I agree with you about the the positional chemistry, um, but, you know, making that kind of move, I don't think they could have passed up on that Rubio for Karis LeVert. Um, how it works out, time will tell. Looking at their... Uh... Cavs, uh, their depth chart, I mean, like, they're projected, like, full health starting lineup. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of, like, really talented young guys, which I think is a really great way to build a team. No, absolutely. Um, They still have Kevin Love is still kicking around there. I saw something about (laughs) Kevin Love, and he's got this large contract. He's coming off the bench, but he's playing, like, a a role model. Like, I mean, he's, he's teaching the young guys. He's a seasoned vet champion. But, yeah, obviously the contract is a bit of an issue, but I don't see the problem right now. It seems like it's all working out in Cleveland because I'm pretty sure, didn't he request a trade, like, last year? Or or at least he's had issues where he's wanted out. And Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see that everything's working out, but I'm honestly, I'm shocked that the Cavs are uh, this high up. I know that we talked about it in our last NBA episode. However, did not did not see them going this high. I thought that there would be you know, solid sort of mid-tier. I know we talked about the Bulls and other teams making a big leap, but wow. Props to you, Cleveland. Props to you. Now, moving on from... Actually, I don't want to move on from the East just yet because I kind of want to stay in our uh, in our lovely little nook of uh, fun time with Ben Simmons. <laughs> our last NBA episode was Ben Simmons is broke and uh in case you didn't hear that one definitely check that one out it is a solid one really going into how ben simmons is just does not have a care in the world right now however let's uh let's go to it the philadelphia 76ers playing solid right now first in the first in their uh atlantic division playing playing good playing good but uh Ben Simmons, apparently, there apparently there are trade talks happening around him. Have you guys heard the same ones? Yeah, I've seen um, the main one for James Harden. James Harden, I find that hilarious. Yeah, I just we'll, don't think it's gonna happen. We'll get into more of the like James Harden issues because he just hasn't he he pretty much just threatened them by not playing, and they are zero and nine because of it, which is just hilarious. We'll get into more when we talk about their last game with the Celtics, which was. Lovely to see the seas cruise through them. However, the 76ers, if they get James Harden, 
I feel like that team just grows into another like unstoppable force. However, I just don't know how it's going to work because right now they are just oh, they are playing phenomenal basketball. Joel Embiid, he's always sort of like obviously he's a top center in the league, but he's always in that contention for like big man, MVP, stuff like that. Yeah. He is he is playing phenomenal this year. He's out of his mind. Yeah, he's, he's out of his mind. Con- considering Ben Simmons is just like, ah, oh, no, yeah. I'm not going to play basketball anymore. No, Embiid's been in his bag. He's He's been playing phenomenal. I mean, if we look at his season stats, we got 42 games, which is lovely for the fellow who gets injured it's all the time. usually how many games he plays <clears throat> over the course mm-hmm. of the season. 33 minutes a game, almost 50% from the field. Oh, 49.8 field goal efficiency. He's got over double-digit rebounds with 10.9. He's got 4.3 assists, almost a block and a half a game, a steal a game, with 29.4 points per game. Jeez. That'll, you know. That, 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 that'll do. That'll, that, that, that's good enough for the 76ers right now, I feel like. I mean, he's, you can't complain about that. They need another piece, and obviously that hurts with Ben not playing. I still don't have them over the box. Um, no matter how well Joel plays, I don't think they have the depth uh, compared to the Bucks. To, yeah, no. To looking at their like starting lineup, it's it's really just Embiid. Yeah, <clears throat> it Tobias is just Embiid. Isn't, Tobias isn't bad. No, yeah, not not bad at all. I think they have a lot of like solid potential people. They're currently set, sat uh, fifth in the East, and I want to correct myself from earlier because I said the Cavs were in second. The Cavs are in second in their like division. They're fourth in the East in total. Um, but the Bucks have definitely risen from a slow start to second, and I think they're just going to keep on rolling. Obviously, they got two All Stars, which they shouldn't have. I don't agree. Chris Middleton should be an All Star. No, he's having an off year. Just gonna say he's. Still having a good year, but I mean yeah. it's definitely an off year, and there's definitely uh, better candidates. I think personally, I think Lamelo should have gotten in first over him, and I think Jalen Brown could have been the reserve selection for Kevin Durant. I agree yeah. with that. But uh, nonetheless, we can get into that if we want to get into that. But however, we're really focusing on trade talk because a lot of moving parts right now is actually kind of hard to keep track. But yeah, so the uh, the Nets, the Nets have lost their last nine. They are now in eighth. They are having fun with the play-in division. They're they're toying with that idea. They lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Nuggets, the Jazz, all solid teams. But they also lost to the Kings, which are absolutely in shambles right now with so many injuries. They lost to the Lakers, which, as we mentioned, Russell Westbrook can't shoot for his life. I just found this video on Twitter. Russ, five feet from the basket... It's the side of the backboard. Oh, yeah. He, and Russell, Giannis just doesn't even bother going up to contest it. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I'm so sorry, I, fellow. Yeah. I just got a uh, interesting little notification that the uh, Lakers could be prepared to uh, do a Russ for John Wall trade. No. Yeah, I've been seeing that recently. Send send Russ back to Houston. That'd be so bad. That'd be yeah. bad for Houston. Very good yeah, for. Yeah. So to say, a Russ Wall deal could happen if LeBron decides Wall is a better fit. <laughs> it's all about LeBron. Le GM. Le G- Okay. A side note before we get back to the Buck. Uh, no, sorry, not the Bucks. The Nets. Did you see that Le GM is setting it up in his contract? So wherever Bronny gets drafted, he's gonna go. I'm not surprised. Can 
can you like people should start stockpiling those picks? Oh yeah, that is gonna be what like crazy. How old will LeBron be? Bronny's like a what sophomore, sophomore in high school, so he's high like what fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, so he's got minimum. I think he's got minimum three, three years, years. Three, yeah. three, four years before he can be in it. So let's put LeBron three, four years out. So LeBron's gonna be forty. Essentially. Yeah, LeBron's gonna be forty. So essentially, it's what what do you want from LeBron? Like, will LeBron be anything at forty? Which is which is a, a which shell. is a fair question. A shell. a shell of shell of what he used to be. Oh no, he's a he's a junior. He's a junior. Bronny's a junior. So 39. So he's, <laughs> yeah, he's class of 23. Well, LeBron's... So he's got... He, he'll be 30. Are you doing the math? Yeah. Based off his birthday? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he might still be 40. Either way, he's Either up way. there in age. Yeah. And uh, Let me just look at his recruiting. should be interesting. A little uh, point of controversy. If uh, Bronny was not LeBron's kid, he would not be any star <laughs> recruit at the no. moment. No. Right now he's a he is a graded eighty five four star forty third on ESPN and three and a half three and a half star he has an offer offer from Kentucky and interest from Duke Kansas Kentucky North Carolina UCLA what are his stats please tell me his stats I know we know I know we don't do high school ball but I'm sorry this is Bronny James the same guy that said you know what. I'm going to wear a different number than my dad so no one knows. Hey, yo, who's that LeBron James Jr. dude? <laughs> yo, who's that? Uh, Bronny James entering the game. Well, who's that? That sounds familiar. James, that's a common name. I can't find Do you have stats on him? I'm trying if to find not, him. If not, no worries. Keep talking, Sierra, I'll find okay. All right. Well, the Nets, I can't believe they're actually entertaining the idea of James Harden going away. I mean, James Harden obviously going away, but for Ben Simmons... Harden, like, he he got traded to the Nets because he wanted an easy ring. And then he didn't and get it. And then he just didn't. It's it's ironic because he, he wanted the ring. He was like, okay, I have it all figured out. You know what? I'm going to go with Kevin Durant and I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving. And it's all going to work out. Kevin Durant gets injured. Kyrie becomes a part-time player and loses his mind, but like, that, that, and then then James Harden's like, oh, by the way, I'm out. So now you're gonna trade two players that have both quit on their teams for one another, because that makes sense. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, we'll we'll give our. What take. could go wrong? No, nothing could go wrong at all. The fact that Ben Simmons hasn't trained in a minute, he can't shoot. But I mean, to be fair, they'll need some defense because I mean, you just can have Kevin Durant score 35 on you. And Ben Simmons can then defend, but like, they just got a bunch of old guys and they traded away all their youth and. Uh, they'll, they'll just be the Lakers. They will just be the Lakers, and then they'll just have like one really young guy that works out, like uh, Horton Tucker. But Ben Simmons will not be Horton Tucker. He'll hey, be. Don't sleep on Austin Reeves. Bro, can't sleep on Austin Reeves. Uh, Celtics almost almost got Tucker. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. It was uh, Celtics declined it. It was four. Really, they declined it. I'm curious who they declined. That could lead into a little bit of like who we think they're going for. But I've heard absolutely nothing about the Celtics going into the East. We're staying in the East. I've heard squat. Celtics. From the Celtics. Celtics Brad are, is fumbling the bag. Celtics are winning six in a row. Same with the Raptors, which is a little bit annoying because now we're still neck and neck, but we've played more games. 
sitting seventh in the East, trying to get out of that playing spot, trying to fight for that home court advantage, hopefully. Where do we see the Celtics in all this? I feel like they've kind of figured out a majority of their missing pieces. However, the point guard is obviously that thing that still looms. But Najee, you said you had the trade. I just found it. It was for uh, Josh Richardson and Brad declined. Wait, I just found another one. They don't have a blue check, but they have like 500,000 followers, so I'm going to trust them on this one. Uh, This was on the, this was yesterday. Trade talks are reportedly heating up between the Timberwolves and Celtics in a deal that would send Malik Beasley to Boston for Neesmith and Josh Richardson. No. That one's worse than the the Horton one. It's not bad. It's not bad, but it's definitely, like, I'd rather have uh, Horton Tucker. I'd rather have John Collins. (laughs) John Collins. Okay. Let me look at Beasley's but numbers. like re- realistically, he's got he's got twelve point four, three point one, one point five. He's not bad, but I'm saying like he's a g- score to, to give up Richardson and Neesmith. I'm not high on either of them, so I'm fine with that. I but like you, I feel like for versus like what the other trade was, if he's gonna turn down Horton Tucker, oh. what what is that? We uh, love the trade machine, <laughs> dude. The trade machine for Kobe White. I'm so high. Kobe, on Kobe White. White. For Dennis Schroeder and a 2022 second rounder. My my buddy and I were talking about Kobe White because he thinks, and I agree with him, that they're the piece. Like, he's that piece for the Celtics that can kind of, like, finish it off. If we think about it, we got Jalen Brown. We got that solid length. Jason Tatum, Rob Williams. We got that defense I mean, there. We, we, the, the one thing that we're missing, that the Celtics are missing, is a true point guard. Yeah, and that's, yeah. The, and, that's, and that's why I pushed so hard for, for Lonzo. Yeah, I did. And too. then all of a sudden, look at it. He's killing it with the Bulls. I, when I he fixed knew, his shot too. I was like, this is the shot. perfect time. Oh, so I was like, bro, if we could have gotten Lonzo, that would have been a quick punch. You mean to tell me that Lonzo wouldn't have been able to find Lonzo, Rob, Rob Williams? Brown, Tatum, Rob Williams. Wow. Bro, I see, I see Lonzo doing crazy. What's this, what's this trade one now? Kobe White for Neesmith and Bruno Fernando. <laughs> you know what? I, and I'm it fine. works. Fine. I'll, I'll take Kobe White because I think people are sleeping on him because right now the Bulls are doing so good and he's just a role player. But like mm-hmm. he could, he was starting caliber. He can be starting caliber. So I think it'll be a uh, Chris Dunn. Bring him from the G League. Chris Dunn. We already had him, didn't we? And then we oh, traded yeah, him. We did. Oh, Worked cool. out with us for like a week over the summer, and then Brad was like, <sighs> "What is it? A uh, Denzel Valentine setting a G League record for the White." For the, the the main claws the other week, oh, I was like, "What the heck?" Is they're this? actually they're the main Celtics now. Oh, they're the main Celtics. They are now. the main Celtics. Big big branding change because they need to fix that. That was what was wrong with the organization. Um, but no, I I know we've never talked about this, but I'm very interested to see where we're going because I think we need a, another guard. Obviously, we picked up uh, PJ Dujic in that trade with Bubble Bubble. I really want Bobo to work. I really want Bobo to work. We really act like the bubble didn't happen and he didn't really play really well, but like, bro, Bobo. Ooh, I'm open to that. Bobo, what are you open to? Uh, DiVincenzo? DiVincenzo yeah. for Schroeder. I, I just don't he, think we're getting enough. He, is he a shoot, he's a shooting guard though, right? Is, is That's his natural position, right? I think so. I think you need a true point guard. I'm fine with DiVincenzo, but I think, but I think that if you're going to run that, then you run the lineup of you have to go Jalen at the three because you're not going to play DiVincenzo at the one. Ooh. What is the trade machine saying now? Trade machine, we've got uh, Celtics getting Eric Gordon, DJ Augustin, and Tice. 
giving up Horford, Langford, and Schroeder. I would not do that trade. No, absolutely not. That is a terrible trade. I'm high on Eric Gordon. Brad just likes Tice. <laughs> Brad. Brad just likes Tice, man. But, I mean, anyway, I think those are the big trades we've kind of been talking about, but one that we haven't really focused on right now that is a done deal is the Portland Trailblazers. CJ. Ouch. They did him so dirty. Not only that, but we also have a little bit of another trade with Joey Ingles going to the Portland Trailblazers. So as a run-through, the Portland Trailblazers are uh, shafted. Feel so bad. But Joe Ingles took it like a man. He's like, oh, if they can trade me and uh, help their prospect along with my expiring contract, because he's going there, he's yeah. going to finish, and then he's going to get his bag somewhere else. Go to Celtics. Pro. <laughs> Bro, imagine a Joe. Oh, I've, I've always liked Joe. Ingles. I've always, he's just a sharp shooter. He doesn't look like he should be good at basketball. It's like Adam Sandler. You look at him, you're like that guy doesn't hoop, and then you see him, he's like that guy hoops. <laughs> they brought. Uh, he's a hooper. Joe Ingles and Bogdanovich. No, was it Bogdanovich on the uh, the, the Jazz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That duo. That duo was nice. Wow. That's I remember a, I got a, in a got in a half like a half hour, forty five minute discussion with. Uh, one of my co-workers at the Garden over the summer about the difference between uh, basketball players and hoopers. <laughs> He's a hooper. He's a hooper. Uh, it was no. like, uh, i trying to think what one of the examples was. Hooper can just get a bucket anytime yeah, they want. Any, exactly. Anytime you want. Anytime yeah, there's you no want. E- there's not even a definition of a hooper. You just know when you see you it. You just know that he's a hooper. Like Ben Simmons, not a hooper. Yeah, Ben Simmons is a basketball player. <laughs> And, like, Marcus Smart is a hooper. Marcus Smart is a hooper. All right, but uh, the other side of that was the Pelicans, and they saw CJ come to them. I don't know how I feel with this right now. I feel like you're separating Dame, which obviously is probably preparing for a departure from Dame. Mm-hmm. Are we assuming? I don't really know how we feel about that. But I feel like the Pelicans set up not horrible. It's not great, but it's not horrible. They definitely, like... We're waiting on Zion. Like that's the sort of uh the big issue right now. Yeah. But I think if you like if you think about it, you got Dante Graham, you got Brandon Ingram, you got, you know, Valentunis, you got Jackson Hayes. You got a lot of solid guys there that could do something. I just I just, I just feel like their big star is still sitting on the bench complaining and I feel like it's very interesting to see. Mm. Him and uh, Chuck be doing uh, food eating competitions. Bro, that, that man's large. <laughs> I love it when Charles Barkman and Shaq always like throw digs. It's so funny. Do you see Shaq like diss Ben Simmons? And then he's like, oh, well, he's an LSU boy, so I gotta show him love. I'm rooting for him. And I was like, yeah. But when you were on your table yelling at him and saying, you gotta get in the game. And- Apparently, they had like a behind the scenes conversation and then. Shaq yeah. changed his tune. Yeah. No. But but of course we don't get that part. No. But yeah, I mean, is there any other big sort of targets? Because I think a, a lot of these targets are sort of like under the radar. I didn't think Sabonis was going anywhere. I didn't think CJ. I didn't think Hal Burton. Do we see any like potential last minute trades happening? Obviously, we as Celtics fans want sort of that point guard. We want that sort of move along. Yeah. Do we see anything happening? Do we want something to happen? Where is this? Is Isaiah Thomas a free agent? 
Yeah. I just don't know why we didn't take a shot. Even like one 10 day contract. Like he's balled out every like 10 day he's had. <laughs> and like. We gave Lance Stevenson a 10 day contract and look, he's still at the Pacers, bro. What a dude. What a dude. Yeah, he is not on a contract <clears throat> right now. He balled out everywhere we went. He went to where uh, Lakers. Mm-hmm. Averaging more points than Russ in like a fraction Bro. of minutes. Yeah, no, um, dude. In his playing time, he averaged 13 <clears throat> minutes a game and scored six. Actually, I think he only played in one game, but he got six points in 13 minutes. So, Solid. better ratio Solid. than Russ. That's um, yeah. 100 per 36. And he do the math on that. And uh, Dallas, what was his stats? I think he I don't think more. he played. I don't think he played. And there was one other, one other team, wasn't it? It was it was just Lakers and Dallas. Speaking of the All right, Mavs. he played played five games, started one. Let's go, bud. Uh scored eight point six points per game in how many minutes? Twenty three ish minutes per game. Not bad. That's, That's decent. Not bad. For a guy who hadn't who's played like a handful of games over the past however many better years. Better than four for twenty-two. No, but much better than four for twenty-two. But <laughs> I anyway, hasn't played a full season since twenty seventeen in Boston. And he had what fifty in the G League game, something like that. He went off in the G yeah. League game. Yeah, I thought that was uh. That was before the Lakers picked him up. Yeah, it was before the Lakers picked him up, but he went off. Ridiculous stats. However. That's sort of the thing right now. Like, there's just a lot of speculation going around in the league, and I feel like no one's really like doing anything which leads us perfectly into since nothing's really happening what the hell are these standings right now i mean it is well i mean for joe it's looking great with mavs at five (laughs) what a shot but i mean warriors and bulls we all called that you know kind of showing up the bulls have kind of slacked around a little bit lately but i mean obviously second half of the season you have injuries i think they were one of the teams that got hit the hardest with uh with covid you know, so all those violations with the guidelines. Now, there's been a lot of shocking teams. There's been a lot of disappointing teams. However, as the season goes on, because we're approaching the All-Star break, and we'll get into that a little bit afterwards, what do we think of where the standings are now? Do we see any big movements happening? Because right now, just for the East, it's very close. It is. I could Honest... I'm looking right now. I know we're biased. We're Celtics fans, whatever. Four and a half games out this late in the season from first, that, that's kind of incredible. Like, that, that's insane. Like, I think we're going to pass Toronto. Who does Toronto have? Um, they have an all-star in Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> and Pascal inconsistent. Fred Van Vliet, um, I think, honest, I mean, I know Joel's playing well. If they don't get that Ben situation... I mean, if they just leave it the way it is, they're not going to go anywhere unless they make a they're gonna, move. They're going to stay at that four or five, I think. I think the Celtics can pass them. I, I think, really, I I think really the Celtics do. can pass them, too. I, I don't think the Raptors really go anywhere past it. I, I think, think, honest, realistically, <laughs> I think the Celtics can be top four. I think they can slip into the fourth spot. I, I think they're passing Toronto. They're better than Toronto depth-wise. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia... We'll see how long Joel can keep this going without really anybody. And Cleveland, I mean, we're we're better than Cleveland. Chicago, mm-hmm. they've got a good team. They've like you've said, they've slacked yeah, off. Better that, than that's fine. Milwaukee, I have them repeating this year. And Miami, fine. I, I think we should be in that fourth spot. 
Better than Cleveland on paper, but the Cavs are a wagon. So, gotta keep definition that in mind. of wagon. Gotta keep that in mind. Yeah, Cavs are a definition of a wagon. The Cavs are absolutely a wagon. Cavs wagon. But I don't know how far I want to ride it. I think Celtics I, are just better. I I on paper. Yeah. Yeah, on paper, but I yeah. don't. I don't. I think the Cavs are good, but like, how? have they been against the tougher competition? Like, yeah, I've seen them play some, like, solid teams and have some solid wins, but I think... Let me, oh, <laughs> click, I clicked on their last three matchups, and it's the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Pelicans. They've played no one. I mean... Neither have we. Celtics have had an easy... Oh, so they have a cupcake oh, schedule all right, in this win all right, streak. All right, devil's advocate, let's see what we got. We got the Nets. <laughs> They're dead. Magic, Magic Piston. dead, Pistons dead. Yeah. Hornets, 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 <laughs> Hornets, Hornets, Hornets are solid. Heat, heat. we clapped the Heat. Well, weren't we they? They were missing beat the Bulls. Beat, beat, the, beat, beat Heat. Beat weren't the, Heat missing like Butler and beat the Wizards? Weren't they missing Butler and Bam? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think they were missing at least we, one. We, we did take one against the Knicks. We took both against the Pacers. The Pacers. The Pacers. The Pacers. Sorry, I was also reading because I was yeah. We we beat the Bulls. Oh. I mean, yeah. But the, the the thing is, the wins are also like substantial wins. They're solid wins. But yeah. I'm just saying that beat like wizard beat Wizards by forty. Beat Pelicans by, uh, you know, solid. Number. Beat beat the Heat by thirty. Beat the Pistons by another double digit. Celtics beat the Nets. Celtics had the Nets. Struggling last night. Was it? It was twenty-eight to two. Twenty-eight to two. Twenty-eight to two. Going into four minutes left in the first, they ended it with like thirty-five to sixteen. Six, yeah. What? I I didn't watch the game, but I was seeing the notification ESPN, and I was like, "Damn, we're beating the Nets!" And then I'm like, "Yeah, that, yeah, they have nobody bad. right they're now." Bad. But I mean, hey, uh, Nets are just down bad. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> we, we're, Katie's we not going off." <laughs> yeah, Katie's not, Katie's not <laughs> clapping us. Uh, we we needed that confidence boost because we're going in against Nuggets, Hawks, 76ers, which are three solid matchups, two big Eastern Conference teams. One, obviously, further separated between the Hawks, and two, to maybe catch up a little bit to the 76ers on that matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I, I don't. I'm 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 with you. I'm with you, Naja. I think they should make it the fourth. I think spot. they I think they could, man. You don't think they make it to the fourth spot? I like it. You, okay, okay. I wouldn't complain. Okay, I'd like uh, to see it happen. Okay, I don't so, know if it's gonna happen. So so what is what is your like your spot? Because I know you you have to leave a little bit early today, unfortunately. Yeah. So. No, um, not not too far off on the floor. I mean, okay, so I'd pencil like probably. Oh, we're penciling this time. I'll give him give him like. I mean, I think they'll move up a little bit. Give them like the five or the six. I think. I think yeah. we're. I'm not sure they have enough. I think in we're. Them. I think we're we're, we're. we're. We're a lot better off than we were at the start Correct. when we were talking about it because I think we were talking about they were a playing team at best. Yes. No, which, was, which was when we, when like when they were like struggling to like we stay were, in the plan. We were like, oh, they could be an eleventh seed. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe like, they can maybe they they might squeak into the plan. Yeah, you know, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. But. We'll <laughs> check back and see who was like really right. That was, was like devastating. Yeah, was I, don't, stretch. I was like, I don't want to say it, but guys, what are we doing? We're like, we've lost to the Wizards twice. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma. That's when you know you're down bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like, oh, Lakers might get 18 before us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. But, yeah, we definitely turned things around. I think I don't think the Raptors 
continue this pace. I think the 76ers have will just continue on the uptrend, but I don't think they're going to like. Well, I think we're going to surge past them and then be able to do it. So I think that'll put us in possibly four or five. I don't want to. I think we could if we're like in that position to really force for it because I think the Bulls could slip a little bit. And I think the battle for. I mean, the battle for fourth, like one through four right now, is the top four teams are all within a game and a half of each other. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, this is it's it's up for grabs. It is rarely this close this late. Now, do you have to you have to go? I do. Now, before you go, Mavs are in fifth, bro. Mavs are fifth? Mavs are fifth. Mavs are same as last week, yeah. Same as last week. They've been in fifth for a whole week. I yeah, thought they were gonna right. change, so you weren't gonna be able to have your Sharpie approval of Mavs. Luca MVP? Are you Luka, Sharpie? Luka, it yo, in? Yo, Luka MVP, Sharpie that one in. <laughs> I got, I got see, no. See here, I got no here, comment. You know what I got for you? I'll give you the wagon on this side. It's the Grizzlies, and I will ride that one further. Than, oh, Grizz, absolutely and I, and a wagon. I, and I will ride that Grizz one. Grizz are absolutely I will, I will a wagon. I will ride that one farther than the Cavs. That's valid. I think, I think they are just incredible teams. I mean, John Morant's just playing yeah. around, bro. Yeah. John, John Morant. John Morant's a hooper. John, oh, he's, a hooper. He, he's, he's the top of that list. John he is, down. he you, is the hooper. Come on, why is he not in the dunk contest? Because the NBA hates fun. Bro, they got Obi Toppin again. Same. He was so bad. Yeah, he was. Mm. Well, he, I mean, the thing is also, like, nobody really wants to be in the dunk contest. Because it's now lame. Because it's also, because it's lame and, like, I don't know, guys are worried about getting hurt. Put Jalen. Put Jalen Brown. He, he should have been in at least, like, at least his rookie sophomore Put year. Put him in the skills competition. <laughs> okay, before you go, and we'll talk more about the Western Conference when he leaves, but the, oh my god, the... The, the skills competition. Do you see the list for it? Is it bad? It's so for the skills competition. It's three groups. <laughs> one one is rookies, where it's um, uh, uh, Thunder is Giddy, right? That's the last name. Yeah, yeah, Josh Giddy. Uh, Cade, and I think it's Jalen. Gre- yeah, Jalen Green. That's a solid group. Solid group. Solid I have group. no complaints about yeah, that. No yeah. complaints. Then then the then the <laughs> sophomore. <laughs> then the second group is the Anacompos. <laughs> It's just all three of them. It's the three of the composed. And then the third, the, and then the third group is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, it's in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, but who are the three is it really from? Just... Who are the Cavs? I think Jared Allen's in it. Um, no, it's not Rising Stars. It's, it's the, called the Clorox Rising Stars Challenge because it's making uh, you want to drink bleach after. <laughs> um, Taco Bell, maybe. <laughs> oh, let's talk about where. Why did it say Clorox? Taco Bell and Clorox, yeah. two great. Cavs, Allen, Garland, Mobley. Cavs. Oh no, sorry, it's, uh, Scotty Barnes for the Rooks instead of Jalen Green. Cavs. They didn't even give Jalen Green because he's so bad. Jalen Green should be in the dunk contest. Jaylen, I think he, he is. Isn't that Akumpo? Akumpos. Where's? Oh, is it? Oh my God. Where's the dunk contest? Skills. Oh my God. I have to look this up separately. I don't want the Duncan. dunk ch- Duncan challenge. <laughs> we're out here struggling. Yeah, dunk contest. Oh, and the three point. Oh, yeah, we got three uh, points. Always they got everybody. Yeah. Okay, three point. They got Van Fleet, Desmond Bain, Kennard, Levine, McCollum, Mills, uh, Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. I'm going right now. That is an easy win for Trey. No, he's doing. I'm going Van Fleet. Oh, wow. I'm looking at it now, and I said easy. Hey, I don't think it's get easy. Get the dunk contest. I think, I think he's going to go Levine. Dunk contest, and then I'm leaving. Uh, Topin. Jalen Green is in it. There you go. That's where we had it. Cole Anthony. 
Solid. Jalen Green's winning. Jaylen, and then uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Who? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hernan Gomez. Juancho Hernan Gomez. But yeah, that is an absolutely stinky lineup. Jalen. Uh, just so everyone knows, Joe had to leave early to take photos oh, of the no. basketball team. He's heading out, which is unfortunate because we're getting into the Western Conference. Whereas oh, he's, man, he's, I'm uh, so disappointed he's, to he's, have to miss this. He's been known oh, to have his hottest That means there's, there's going to be no controversy be, at all. Najee and I are going to have the most cordial, like, relaxing discussion <laughs> of all time for the next, like, 10 minutes. about why the Bengals are going to cover. Okay, just get <laughs> out of here, bro. We'll see you, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more on the next episode, and we'll we'll see if Joe agrees with any of our takes. However, always oh, always oh, giving us he's giving us the dirty look through the window. Get out of here, pal. You got you you got places to be. Oh oh, he's okay. All right, okay, all right. Anyway, I'm shocked that the Mavs kind of have uh, stayed in that fifth position. Is he still there? Oh, he's gone now. No, he just left. <laughs> oh, he's back. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's not. Look, wait, just keep looking. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep looking. Oh, he's, <laughs> get out of here, bro. You got a place to go. Uh, he has to end early, start early, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I got to go, but I'm going to stay around. Uh, Mavs are at five. Mm-hmm. They're right, right now they're above the Nuggets, which obviously the Nuggets have had a little bit of a comeback with a couple wins over the past. But the Timberwolves have kind of made a little introduction that I didn't think they were going to. They're seventh right now. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Kyle Anthony Towns is playing very well, but kind of, kind of intrigued on what you think right now for the Western Conference. Obviously, you know, one of our earlier episodes, you know, obviously when, you know, Curry was out, Clay was injured, I picked Warriors for the season. Yep. Um, a lot I, of people were like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. I stuck with it. Um, I definitely think that they I, – I think that they are going to come out of the West. But I still think Phoenix should come out of the West. Yeah. I, I, think, the, I think the Phoenix Suns have showcased why they went to the finals last season. Again, this season by coming first in the West right now with a, a three-game – sort of lead, not sort of, a three-game lead on the Warriors. Mm-hmm. I'm still very high on the Warriors. I still think they're solid. I don't remember what my original take was. I think I had the Nuggets or the Jazz kind of going into that Western Conference and maybe duking it out. But now with the Jazz losing Ingles yep. for really no one in particular. And I think Donovan might leave. You think he might leave? Yeah. That team, you know, obviously, I don't know, last year, were they the number one seed? Um, 2021. Two years NBA, in a row, I think they were pretty high I, up. I think they were pretty high up. I think they were, uh, you are correct, sir. They went 52-20. and 20. They were one game ahead of the Suns, taking first. I just think they were built perfectly. Uh-huh. But I think with a lot of teams, especially, I mean, we've seen it with the Celtics, particularly this year and, and definitely last year, things get stale. Yeah. Players lose kind of their enthusiasm. Um, and I don't know. They they don't seem like they're the same team. Obviously, they just got rid of Ingles. He was kind of a cornerstone for that team. You know, they were always known for, you know, living and dying from 
their three point percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to who's gonna come out of the West, I still have Golden State. I think Phoenix will end up. They should, you know, with the team that they have. You know, they made it last year. Nothing really changed from last year. I just think they're going to choke in the playoffs. Chris Paul, he just has a ring on his mind, um, and I think that'll, that'll make that'll his vision it. cloudy. I, th- I think that'll affect them. Um, I think it's one of those things where last year it would have been like, all right, get your ring, and I, like I would be happy with it. But I think this year there's a lot more like, I think there's a couple more teams that I'm like, oh, I could like, I'd rather like root yeah. for them. But also, I think logistically speaking, I think we saw them kind of choke it in the final. Obviously, you know, it's, it was the Bucks that won the championship. They're no slouch of a team. Yeah. But I think you're right in saying that. I would say the Warriors are one of two teams to absolutely lock in on being in that Western Conference final, without without a doubt. I yeah. don't really care about who their seeding is. Uh, what team matchups injuries? I think if you have Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, the way he's been playing, Clay, Clay now coming back with a solid depth on that bench that they have, and and, and Wiseman, and yeah, oh, Wiseman, <laughs> he came back, bro, crazy. Um, you see the the guy, the reporter asked Clay, he's like, oh, what do you guys need for the trade deadline? He's like, oh, I think we need a new washing machine. Because he asked about center, and yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, we just need a washing machine." Yeah, he's like dismissed it, dude. They're just they're just in one mindset, and I think it's it's that Kobe job's not finished. We're we're just we're just keeping on moving. Yeah, I mean they obviously the injuries were not a good thing. You don't want to be injured, but it gave them a reset mm-hmm. because you know they had their run by themselves. That original run, 2015, yeah. they beat LeBron in the finals. The next year went 73-9, came back from 3-1 against OKC, which a lot of people forget about. And then obviously they blew the 3-1 lead. That kind of um, made things muddy a little bit. Then they got KD, obviously, cakewalk through that finals, back-to-back, another cakewalk with, with KD. Um, and... And then KD left, and then but that 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 final that KD's last year were, I mean they all went down like flies. Oh my god, KD was came back for he came back when, yeah you're in the finals you want to be back you want to you know compete for championship he he rushed it it and and that hurt him, Uh, obviously Clay with that with that injury, Um, and then, they kind of went into nowhere, for the next year I don't think they did. They were in the play-in the year the after. War, yeah, the Warriors were in the play-in, and then the, what was it? Oh, I mean, It was just Steph by himself Yeah, it was, it was Steph by himself. Uh, I think they went against uh, the, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies, and they yeah. lost, and then they, the Lakers. they lost again, yeah. Yeah, um, that gave them a reset, I think. Now they came back healthy, they had time off, um, and bottom line, they have experience. Yeah, they have some. Um, they have some great experience on that roster. Good group of young guys. Yeah. Great talent. I think they have what it takes to be a, uh, a an NBA champion. Obviously, again. Now, on the flip side of that, obviously we got. I'm gonna gotta gotta help out because Joe's not here. We got the Mavs. Oh, what a team the Mavs are. Uh, we got Timberwolves. We got other like up and coming teams that are kind of making a name for themselves. Yep. I think 
obviously mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I want to hop on the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have kind of controlled third place in the West for a solid amount of time now. Yeah. And they've put up some solid wins. I mean, if you look at their past uh, three, four, five, six, six wins, they've put, sorry, not six wins, six games, because they did have a, a loss to the 76ers. But they went five and one on that record, and in that time they put up over 110 points in every game. Yeah. Scoring is no issue for them. No, Jaws the real deal. Jaws Jaws phenomenal. And not that I wasn't convinced early on, Mm -hmm. but I always put Donovan Mitchell in in a different class. Yeah. I I take that back. I really do. John Moran, first time All Star selected this year. I mean, he's proving why the Grizzlies took him so high, proving why he was worth it. I mean, Mm-hmm. He's gone off this season. He's got 26.5 points, which is fifth in the NBA. Crazy. Uh, he's going for roughly six rebounds per game, almost yeah. seven assists per game. That's, that, that's, oh my, like it's. The only thing that worries me about him, and we've, we've talked about it before. Is the bounce. Is the bounce. Same, he's different than Zion. Because he's not that, fat. Exactly. He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't have that <laughs> he issue. Knows how to uh, diet. Um, but in some situations where either they're up by a lot or they haven't been really been killed by any teams in, in recent memory, um, he he jumps unnecessarily. And there's going to come a point where, as he gets older, he's still super young. As he gets older, and he attempts those unnecessary high-flying, where there's nothing to gain. You're up by a lot. Just take it easy, play mm-hmm. solid. Take it easy, play safe. Those unnecessary, like, spurts of bounce that he, you know, exhibits, it's not sustainable. I think that it'll end up, you know, knock on wood, you know, he won't have any injuries. But a bad fall... Um, I mean, we we were just talking about the clay injury in the finals. Mm-hmm. Totally natural, yeah. you know, motion. Not like super bounce. Not on somebody. Not just just came down just funny, and, and that's all it took. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the time being, um, you you said it. He, he's the real deal. He's no. a hooper. Uh, now the question is, because I I think. We can go back and forth, but we're missing our, our, our key third party here who really likes to throw out those wild card <laughs> hot takes. Uh, with the uh, MVP, kind of, we talked, we kind of talked about it with Embiid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, honestly, yeah, Embiid's kind of getting that right now. But right now, let's, oh yeah, he is. He's currently the new leader as of. As of the 4th. So, yeah, as of February 4th, Embiid was the leader with Jokic coming in 2nd, Giannis 3rd, Chris Paul 4th, Curry 5th, and then Ja goes in 7th after DeMar DeRozan in 6th, and then it rounds out with Booker at 8, Luka at 9, which Joe's not going to be too happy about. Which, I mean, to be fair, last week he was unranked, and Carl Anthony Towns coming in at 10th somehow. Uh, But, yeah, I, I... it's it's interesting to see, sort of how it's going. But where do you where do you see it right now? Because I, I, it's interesting that there's two centers leading the charge right now. 
It is. Obviously, you have to put Joel in that conversation. Even if he, you know, stays healthy and, you know, keeps this level of production. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. I have Celtics passing them eventually Mm. by the end of the season. Say Celtics, I think Celtics, if they continue this wing streak and and make it, say, 10-game win streak, I think they've already passed them within that. Mm. Um, That'll be enough. And then, you know, building upon that. And that puts Philadelphia with Toronto kind of 6-7. Puts them in a little bit of a tight hole. I don't know how you... So with that record, yeah, you just you, can't how, win MVP. How you go, oh, he's he's the most viable player at at six. It's the same thing with Jokic. He's they're six. Yeah, that's that's the one that I'm most intrigued about is like if you look at the rankings right now, and I and I was very high on the Nuggets. I I yeah. I thought they were gonna be that second or third team that was an absolute lock to make it far in the playoffs. But they're six right now. They had a couple early season struggles. I mean obviously there was injuries, there were some trades, but the I think the team's starting to build that chemistry back up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're sixth right now. Yeah, Jokic can play great, but I think it's the same sort of argument as like Joe had when we had that like terrible argument about Luca. <laughs> they can be a five seed all you want, but it's yeah. like, does that really warrant most valuable? Like, I yeah. feel like most valuable player really again like the NBA turns into offensive player if it is, but if it's really taken seriously, it's most valuable to the team. Correct. Let's put the record aside as much as we can. But then in reason, like, if you're going into 6th, 7th, 8th territory, like, I'm sorry, you're not going to go down the list and be like, all right. Well, even the years see. that LeBron won MVP, he didn't win it because he was the best scorer in the, in the yeah. NBA. Kevin Durant's every single year that he's been in the NBA has been a better scorer. Yeah. It's, right? It is about what is the value to the team. A- exactly. And, and if, if you go through, like, there's there's some solid options. Yes, yep. Giannis is the most valuable to the Bucks. He's brought them to second in the East. That has value. It showcases it. Bulls, DeMar DeRozan. Bulls were not a good team last year. Turned it around. Turned it around. He is definitely that key focal point, obviously, with Caruso and Lonzo. But, however, that is the key vet that they're going to lean on. So that's him right there. Um, What is it? They had a Cavs, but it wasn't in, like, one of those, like, oh, yeah, it was listed athletically. They have Darius Garland. Who's been playing well, but obviously he's not going to be in contention. I mean, they had they had Trey Young. They have like all the guys that you normally would associate. But I think when we look at that list, I feel like I d- I just don't know. I feel like Phoenix, the way that Chris Paul and Devin Booker have been playing, they're both deserving. However, I don't know if they're going to be able to pass Giannis. Jokic mm-hmm. or Embiid in the ranking, even being at the second spot in the West. No, absolutely. I think with I mean we were talking about it earlier with Middleton, not slacking, mm-hmm. not like having a down year, but not like what we're accustomed to yeah, seeing from him. Just a little bit of a, a lesser y- that, year. That yeah. helps Giannis. That helps you. I think um, I think the separation between three and four between Giannis and Paul is much greater than Giannis to Embiid. Personally, I don't think Embiid or Jokic, when it comes down to it, I mean, yeah, if if Embiid gets his his team to third, give it to I, I have no problem with that, but I don't think that's how it's going to end up, mm. and that's why I think Giannis. I have one. I'd put Chris Paul just because their, their success mm-hmm. and how you know before he got there, he was Devin Booker did not carry that team. Yeah, I don't that's why I'm kind of like okay, yeah, Devin Booker is awesome. I love the guy, great shooter. 
he didn't do anything without no. Chris Paul. And without Chris Paul, he's not on this list. Exactly. So I feel like that should be even played into even more. Is like maybe throw that in there as well. But I, I definitely agree. I think that the uh, the Embiid situation is very dependent on their seeding because he has the stats to do it every year. And yeah. now the fact that there's no Ben, it's like, oh, wow, he can really carry a team. Yeah. But if he doesn't end up carrying the team, then it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, can he really? And then... Where so where would you put Curry? Well, he's kind of been in a shooting slump. When when I think of MVP, it has to be obviously record plays a big impact in it, but it has to be sustained. It can't be mm-hmm. like spurts inconsistent to, you know, the best we've ever seen. It, it doesn't work even though averaged out, it looks really good on paper. NBA fans and, and people that vote know throughout their season how like a player season actually went. Mm-hmm. Stats can be deceiving that way. Someone can average in two months 40 points, another month average yeah. like 15, 20, averaged out to around 30. Yeah. So it's deceptive. It's, it's like the, uh, the James Harden when he had that stretch where yeah. he had like six 50-point games yeah. and then his like season average for the, for the season was like 35, 40 points. Exactly. But he also had 20 free throws per game. So yeah. I mean, it really Before the rule change. Yeah, before yeah. that huge rule change. Yeah. But I think Honestly, I'm just going to phrase it this way. You get rid of that top five. I'm only looking at six through ten. So it's DeRozan, Morant, Booker, mm-hmm. Doncic, Towns. I think Morant's the most deserving. I think he's definitely shaped the team. Yeah. I think I think DeMar oh, DeRozan— I forgot about him. Yeah, I'd put him third. Yeah, I think I think DeMar DeRozan has played solid. But I think you also have to keep in mind, like, they had a lot of other pieces that came into it. They had some young guys. They had some trades. He's not the sole turnaround, whereas, like— John Morant, boom. He's without him, they're nothing. Without Demar Derozan, I'm like, okay, you have Lonzo Caruso, Zach Levine, yeah. uh, Vucevic. Yeah. Am I really that worried about the Bulls? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think if it was if it was me personally, I think right now, yeah, you're gonna give Embiid one just because of like all the media hype. I think Jokic is gonna have to drop down. I think you're gonna have to throw. Morant higher. I think you're gonna have to move him to three, and if you're no four, you're gonna put Giannis at two, Paul at three, and then I think Curry can stay at five because right now Curry has been phenomenal, but you're right, he has been in a little bit of a slump for him. Yeah, one other guy. If they can move up, <laughs> are you gonna say a Celtics player? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> It's tough where they are right now because if they didn't have him, they'd be bottom like three. I'm talking about LeBron. Uh, if they ate, if they somehow are able he, to move up, he's he's in that uh, that extra list where they always do the add and five more players listed alphabetically. So you don't know what ranking yeah, they're in, yeah. but he's he's in there. If they somehow move up, which I don't think it's gonna happen, they're ninth <laughs> right now. They have to at least. At least get to the fifth spot, um, and even that might not be enough. I think. I think if, because with, if you look at it, if they don't have his numbers right no, now, they're nowhere. They're nowhere. I'm putting Sacramento above him. I just am. <laughs> um, I mean, I I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past you. You're only give you're only taking away six wins minimum, like max, like minimum. Yeah. Kings are Kings are twenty and thirty six. Lakers are twenty six and twenty seven. They have. Uh, roughly like seven point game differential but like it's only six 
wins between mm-hmm. them. Uh, but no, I say to your point, LeBron. Yes, it would be nothing without him. He would be in the top ten because he's like top fifteen right now. Yeah. If they were out of the play-in, mm-hmm. and if he was able to get them somehow in the back half of the season into a top three. I think he could make top five in voting, but I don't think there's any other way around it. No. Um, and with all that, I know I'm doing air quotes, talent on the Lakers. Or, Absolute or, or, skill. Or, or once were talented. Um, the Clippers without Kawhi or Paul George are playing better. I mean, how how sad is that? Uh, it's kind of sad. No, it's I mean not for. I mean I'm. I'm. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, the, of course. It's the always... Lakers in ninth. I mean I'm happier than a pig in shit right now. <laughs> um, uh, I was worried after that, and I'm not gonna be that dude. Say, oh, put an asterisk next to the Lakers bubble championship. But I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> but I'm gonna say it. I was. If it wasn't the bubble, I don't think they would have won it. No, my I, second I point. After they won that, and then coming out, obviously the this the season after, you know, back normal situation, relatively normal. Mm-hmm. I was afraid they were gonna one up us and get eighteen. Um, I'm I'm now confident that although we're not close to eighteen, we're we're closer. Closer. Yeah. Um, I think I think we're a couple pieces away, whereas the Lakers are one <laughs> senior home. <laughs> that is just waiting to be like, like the, the, that's the thing is like you can't even predict what's gonna happen because and this is gonna be like one of the last issues is yeah. with teams like the Nets with teams like the Lakers that are so old yeah how are you able to predict the future when so many of them are on vet men's or the old guys aren't playing well and you got talk of trades oh well you're not gonna trade Westbrook. Four for twenty-two. And also, for you, you worth gave it. up your future you for these guys. You gave up your future for these guys. So you're like the Nets in the same way. Like when your main guys get injured, you don't have any role plays. You don't have any depth, and you also don't have a future. Yeah. Oh well, now look, James Harden's unhappy. He's leaving. So like, what what's the plan now? Yeah, we're gonna and, we're gonna and look Harden. Back. I mean, we we didn't touch upon it that much. We were talking about the Ben Simmons uh, Harden trade yeah. that might may or might not occur. I mean, yeah, it would be beneficial for Philadelphia because you're adding something. Something where there's nothing. Exactly, and that's a plus, and that's better than nothing. But he's he's gotten complacent. That whole, like, stretch where whether he he put on a fat suit or whatever his tail end. Whatever that was. uh, Whatever that was, the tail end, and then going to Brooklyn. He I don't know, he tweaked his ankle or whatever. Hasn't really been the same. I don't think we're ever going to see that. That leader, no. top guy, James Harden, ever again. Mm-mm. And even when we did see that, he still couldn't get over. It, it, was, it he was still, still couldn't a make the finals. year old with a mohawk. Yeah, but he still couldn't. He still couldn't get over the Warriors. <laughs> no, he couldn't. Where they should have. They yeah. were up three two. Three two. Could've what done twice? It. Yeah, they could have done it, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, even if he goes to Philadelphia. I don't see that dynamic working. Don't see it working at all. No, I, I agree with you. And I think for the Nets, we're going to look back on it and we're going to be very interested because overall, I think 
it will be pretty interesting to see how much they gave up. Mm-hmm. And then once they give up Harden, what they get in return. So essentially what it equivalents to over time. Because they gave a crap ton of picks. They're from, still, they're, they, they're they wish way. they kept and Levert. They, w- they wish they kept Karis Levert. That and Jared Allen? Bro, Jared Allen was an absolute. They replaced Jared Allen oh. with DeAndre Jordan. And a wash and then, like Griffin. And then, and then, and then, oh. And then now isn't DeAndre Jordan on the Lakers, too? Yes. So, like, they replaced him. They replaced him for nothing, bro. Nothing. They got nothing out of it. They're going to look back. That experiment was for nothing. No, it was, it was, and uh, for having those three talented guys. And we, we've talked about it, about the whole Kyrie COVID situation. How there's just always should, too much should, to get into. Uh, Kyrie's a mess. We've talked about it with, you know, his antics, but he should be able to play in Brooklyn. doesn't make any sense. Unvaccinated players that come to Brooklyn can play, but if you're a re- if you're on the nets and you're unvaccinated, you can't play. Zero logic whatsoever. And then, and then they're like, you're going to be a part-time player. And then he's just like, okay, I don't care. And then they're like, well, all right, we'll just be fine with it, even though we're screwing ourselves. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah, they should have just kept all those young guys – and look, KD, Memphis ridded out Cavs, made a couple of trades, but riding it out. I mean, there it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, the Lakers are struggling. Oh, the Nets are struggling. It's all the same things. We all talked about it when those trades first happened. We all were like, "Oh shit, yeah. it's either gonna go really well or go really poorly." Yeah, and it didn't go too well because you you need those role players. I mean, yeah. we can compare it to the Celtics. You know, getting the big three. Yeah. They had we ro- really we didn't lose a whole lot, yeah, and we got yeah. we had solid role players. We Obviously, we drafted role. Rondo. Mm-hmm. Well, you huge. look at that bench: Tony Allen, Posey, um, Leon Poe. Yep. Um, you know, we didn't give anything up in order to get those superstars. Oh, Brooklyn uh, gave uh, Sam, everything Sam Cassell away. Cassell too. Like, Sam, bro, they had sour they, face Sam Cassell. Dude, they had a vet. Young presence, scout, <laughs> white mamba, uh, or some sort of viable role player filled in every sort of you category. Have you had they had every. Everybody category knew their checked. role. Everyone, everyone knew their role. That was the big thing. They knew their role and they did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, bro, we were we were, we were just shy in that getting 18. Against I, the hope, Lakers. I hope so. All right. Well, unfortunately, Joe can't sign off, but. For all of his takes, Mavs are five. Sharpie in Luca MVP. It's a shock that he's only the Bengals top ten. And the Rams the, the are going to win the, the Super Bowl. Their, yeah, um, that's how we're going to end this episode. I'm just going to apologize for any of you guys who did end up listening to that full NFL debate. Uh, essentially, Joe didn't know what to think. We didn't know what to think, and it ended up being like 20, 25 minutes of just just Joe going confusion. in a circle. Yeah, overall great confusion, but. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Second Stringers. We've covered all the mishaps of the NBA, trade talks, and standings. We'll get you next week where we cover the Super Bowl. Sounds good. See you guys. Adios.